mid-season Iron Bowl, and I'm not going to lie, it feels a little weird, but it's 2020, and it's the Hounds Two Theros. First, we have a live studio audience. Yeah, we're basically Oprah. And I was just informed that there is a live sperm well in Mobile Bay. Welcome to the seventh edition of Houndstooth Heroes, the podcast. You can find us on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Twitter at H2th Heroes and whatnot. We are produced by Ian Petty, who keeps us in line and sounding good as always. We are proud to be sponsored by Druid City Brewing Company. Since we last spoke, your tide walloped Kentucky 63-3 and secured the unanimous number one ranking and the top playoff spot where we're going to get to that soon but first i need to know from you Metsy, what is in your glass on this chilly november evening all right gregory i know you're a man of fine discerning taste ah! how do you That's- feel about a goo goo cluster a goo goo cluster the like uh-huh. the, the the treat the treat um i don't hate a goo goo cluster if we're gonna rank like um, is that a little Debbie? Is that a little Debbie? Uh, no, it, it is made right here in downtown Nashville. Is it uh, similar to a Google, to a, to a little and, No, it's watch. like it's it's like marshmallow and caramel and peanuts covered in chocolate. That sounds good. So people up here are comparing it to a moon pie. Is it a moon pie? It is. It's it's probably in the same category. If you had to, you know, break down like an awards category, it is in the right. same category. So you're saying yeah. nothing like so, a star crunch. Eh, I'd put a star crunch in there too, actually. Really? Anyway, anyway, <laughs> local brewery here, Yazoo, has a goo goo ale that I'm on. It's chocolatey. It's peanutty. It's. it's Can we talk drinkable. about this for a minute? We need to talk about this for a minute. People at breweries have lost their damn minds, okay? Yes. Uh, people, the audience is nodding in approval right now. You know, I've had enough of, you know, uh, peanut butter, uh, cotton candy, pistachio IPAs. Can you just make a damn beer? You know, yes, you're, you're exactly right. Everyone agrees with the take. I like to get a little weird like a couple times a year. Really? That's so, only just so a couple this times? This is me really letting loose tonight. Okay. So, all right. Get in your good cluster. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. How about yourself? Uh, a delightful Buffalo Trace. Um, but first up, let's do a little recap on Kentucky. I was very impressed with Kentucky's offensive game plan in the first quarter. There was lots of pre-snap motion, misdirection, varied play calling that incorporated their running and passing game, although they only had three points to show for it. Kentucky had three drives, and then, well, they stopped doing the things that were working. And that kind of rings familiar. Uh, Kentucky's the first three drives that ended in field goal attempts netted 178 yards, but they finished the game with 179 total yards. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, I was watching the game with my three-year-old son, Tate. Shout out. Oh, my. And during the first quarter, he literally turned and asked me, Daddy, what is eye candy? So then I had to explain to him that it is a sad last resort gimmick of an excuse of an offense that you only use if your name is Joey Freshwater or if you have a severely outmatched offense. And after I said that, Tate immediately started crying. And through his tears, Gregory, he looked up at me and he said, Daddy, that sounds like some real Auburn shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> Tate is a wise man. Tate is a wise man. Yes. My question is this. On a scale of kind of concerning to fire Pete Golding yesterday, where you are? Where are you on this? Tell Ashley Rains we don't need her fake laughter in this podcast. We oh, do, well, Ashley. We it. do. We do. All right. On on the Pete Golding front, I am torn but still leaning toward moderate to severe fire Pete Golding yesterday. It, part of me worries that this is just the new normal. Nick Saban asked if this is what we want college football to be. It appears that the nation has said it is. And maybe I just need to succumb to the fact that we are a better Oklahoma we're going to be teams 50 to 30 rather than 30 to nothing. Like I have grown up to love, but it's hard because you watch a team like the 2015 Alabama defense once in your life. And you spend the rest of your time here on this planet chasing that high. And I actually have two specific instances from Saturday's game against Kentucky that I think 2015 would have done differently. And I want to get your takes here. First half, there was that bad field goal snap that Kentucky made. And, you know, give them a pass. They were looking a bit sloppy coming off of the milk spill at Kroger Field. The That's week not a thing. But listen, it just says it here. I'm just reporting the facts. Uh, and anyway, the ball's, the ball's rolling down to like the 20 or 30. And here comes Josh Job, And he watches the kicker dive on the ball and at no point actually dives his own self when I think he very well could have knocked the ball loose and just, just see what happens. I'm not saying someone would have scooped it and scored, but I think he could have at least put in the effort. And what especially steamed me is that later Saturday night, an Oregon player literally did that very thing and kind of stealthily slapped this loose ball forward that their team then picked up and scored. So, right. you're, so you're angry. Where are you on an anger scale? We're rating everything tonight. If, if we're talking Josh Job, I hit an eight like instantly. Really? Did I mean, you like fling your drink like, into the air and make a growling noise? Uh, no, t- <laughs> Tate was here. So I sort of, I sort of, it was an internal seething, I okay, would say. Gotcha. All right, what yeah. else bothered you? Tell us what's Secondarily, and listen, leave it to a gump here to complain about a pick six, but it brought to mind one of my favorite things ever on this planet, and I want to speak on it. In 2015, if there was a scent of a chance of a turnover wafting through the air, if one player got anywhere near the ball from the Alabama defense, the 10 others would immediately turn their heads and start running toward the end zone to block, to form a convoy, to do whatever needed to be done to score. That was my favorite thing that's ever happened to me. I just right. want to say. Yeah. And so Battle returned that interception, which was awesome. But if you watch the replay, Malachi Moore is right there. Malachi Moore, who we, we love. love. We love him. Trustful's <laughs> finest. He was not, he was like not instantly, he was not predicting, I guess. He kind of instantly realized what's happening. I want him to predict what is going to happen. I want him to assume we are going to score touchdowns. It didn't feel that way. Got me fired up, Gregory. Okay, I feel you. Okay, all right. We can move on. Will you tell me your... No? You got takes here? Uh, All right. (laughs) Pete Golding, Pete Golding, Pete Golding. Immediately, I do want to fire him yesterday. However, it's hard to get past the fact that the man we've had allowed no touchdowns in the past nine quarters of Alabama football. So, you know, it's frustrating, but at the same time, it's hard to argue with results. I I love to want to hire, uh, want to fire a coach after a sixty three to three win. Yes, absolutely, it's our way. 
It is. It is. All right. And lastly, on my mind from last Saturday, Gregory, is a question for you about our Shared Heroes account. I got a notification that we had tweeted the word Mandarin, like some sort of CIA spy. What does Mandarin mean, Gregory? I've been dying for days to know. Hey, this. Okay, what do you watch the game with the, with the volume off? Which is probably smart. Our former child model starting quarterback also speaks fluent Mandarin, like you do. All right, former child model starting yeah. quarterback also speaks Mandarin. God, what a specimen! Right, I'm into it. All right. All right. Well, anyway, so I guess, all right. So before we move on to the issue at hand, I want to step back and ask you about the national landscape generally. How are you feeling about our tide, friend? Well, I'm glad you asked, Gregory. You know, it may right here. I kind of had to. (laughs) That's true. It may be the fact that I watched teams like, I don't know, Ohio State and Florida not covering the spread Saturday against much lesser teams. Imagine that not covering mm-hmm. the spread. Mm-hmm. Could not, could not be me. Right. But I found myself at the end of the weekend, again, feeling like the tide was standing alone at the top right now. I don't always feel that way. I don't always agree with the polls or the Vegas odds when they say that Alabama is the favorite, but I kind of think folks have things right, right now in this moment that could change any second For instance, when Trevor Lawrence returns to the field, anything could happen between now and whenever they're trying to play a national championship game. I have no idea. February. Uh, But I feel a lot better at this stage than I have all season. What do you think? Uh, I still don't want to play Ohio State. Um, Clemson's defense is just wide open ass. Uh, With or without Trevor Lawrence, they can't stop anybody. Like a Um, fight at the Wawa. Exactly. Uh, On the other hand, Justin Fields may not be fantastic right now, but I've had the feeling he's going to be better as the season goes along. But now, granted, it may be a short season, so it may not be anything to worry about. But I feel like talent-wise – uh, Ohio State's a problem. Notre Dame, I I laugh in their general direction. Um, I'm not concerned about that. Uh, but I am a little bit concerned uh, about Ohio State, and I feel like they're the biggest challenge to us at this point. Gregory out here worrying about a team that beat Indiana by a touchdown. Well, did you watch that game? They were beating the holy shit out of Indiana, and Indiana just came back. Indiana was. That's true. Uh, yeah. We got Indiana quarterback by the name of Phoenix. Right. Uh, yeah, by the name of Phoenix. Exactly. Anyway, um, on that note, I guess we may, have, may as well look ahead to the Iron Bowl of football. You're tied. It's a 24-point favorite at home. Ellis, what do we know about this team? Are they still running a high school offense? Has Bo Nix paid child support? Gregory, all right. In my day job, and shout out to listener Ashley, who has a similar day job, I help people avoid questions that they just can't answer. And that's how I feel right now. You're putting me on the spot. So let me try a a bridging technique and say, here is what we know today. That is that the Auburn football team can run the ball, but they can't pass the ball. And similarly, on the other side, they can defend against the run but they can't stop the pass. These are fortunate developments, what I have to say, because we can pass the ball and we defend the run very well, I'm told. Some players to keep an eye out for those. Seth Williams is Bo Nix's favorite target, and they also feature a 300-pound tight end, 300 LBs. I have seen this big boy tight end 
And he has a funny name. His name is Pegues. Peg Pegwis. His name is Pegues. Do we have to do this every time? You're gonna. Okay. Uh, he he is. I will say he has something to marvel at, which I don't take lightly when I'm talking about things wearing blue and orange. Uh, when we have the ball, on the other hand, I think you look for a lot of short passing routes now that <sighs> noted Heisman lock Jalen Waddle is out for the year. Rest in peace and peace. Thank you. Uh, that is something I will not be giving thanks for around the Thanksgiving Zoom screen. Right. Uh, but we we saw that kind of game plan start to play out. We're getting back into the slant pattern, which I am A-OK with. Uh, works very well with a couple of guys named Devontae Smith and John Mechie. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones has been racking up 30-yard completion after 30-yard completion with Waddle. I think the game plan has shifted, and so we're going to use the run and the slant to set up the deep ball. Fair enough. Also, I believe we can also count on something weird. A live rhinoceros, a rogue tumbleweed that somehow carries an Auburn running back into the end zone while we look on and dismay. <laughs> Just put our hands in there. There's nothing we can do. I think that's right. And if if I'm being QH, TBQH, I am a little mad this game isn't happening on the planes. I mean, weirdness is already guaranteed. It's 2020. The crowd impact this year is significantly lessened. I'd just as soon get this one over with at their house. But here we are. Fair enough. And if there's one thing that is said about us is that we are keen observers of the human condition. And right now, that condition is wagering. Let's get to it. Hates. And a hate of the week is coming. Wait, wait. I am being told we have a late Ask a Hero question from listener Jacob. <laughs> listener Jacob wants to know, what's the most hate-and-ass drink for the Iron Bowl of football? What do you got, Metsy? I got this goo-goo ale. <laughs> I don't Thank know. Thank you. Is there a child support you got? shot? Is there a child support shot? I don't. I don't know. I'm with the hate. Hey, 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 hey! First up, Arkansas, Missouri, Missouri. Wait, wait! It seems this one is canceled. So hard to keep track. Next up, Georgia is 18 point favorite at South Carolina. Who you hating, my brother? I'm still gonna hate anybody riding a cock right now. I just think I think they are listless. I think they are rudderless. And all other kinds of lists mm. uh, without a head coach. So I will hate a cock here. Ride a dog. How about yourself? I, I I'm I'm going to ride the dog and hate the cock as well. You're you're correct that the cock just cannot seem to quite be get up for the games and such. I have a I think we've offended Ashley Reigns. We have so easy <laughs> to do. All right. Uh, Next up, we got a we got a vol minus eleven against the. Oh, nope. Wait, also canceled. And here I was actually going to pick my hometown doors after they yet again lost me money for the 12th time this season. The definition of insanity. It is. Gregory, while we're talking about canceled games, Ooh, yes. can we talk about Dabo? Oh, God bless. Let's talk about Dabo. All right, I'm sick of Dabo. <sighs> Hold on. Listener actually may have a thought. Listener actually, what do you think about Dabo? I... All right, enough about Lister Ashley. Ellis Match, what do you think about Dabo? 
<laughs> I just it's it's like when someone is so desperate to convince you that they're the world's worst person. It's just every day he wakes up and thinks of some new way to say, guys, I am a trash ass human being and you should all hate me. Uh, for instance, does nobody in that entire campus of what, 30,000 people have the balls to say, dude, shut up. Shut up. Like, just shut just, up. Yeah, just That's stop easy. talking. Okay, so, but yes, my thing is, he wakes up every night and says, you know what I don't care about? The thing I'm about to tweet 85 to uh, I don't know, 400,000 characters about, but I, I'm not thinking about it, but I'm, but I'm upset about it. So honestly, like, I feel like Dabo needs to call up like mobile water sewer system and tell them what's wrong with them. Fair enough. All right. Thank you, Melissa and Ashley, for that insight. Good um, yes. All right. Did you? What do you have, Gregory? Do you have Dabo takes? I uh, am just – like I said, somebody needs to tell him to shut up. Uh, he is what he is. He's not going to change. But this is not the time for Dabo to be just, you know, talking. Anyway, moving on to the more hates. While we're actually – let's – I'm going to pause while we're here. Uh Dabo takes on our beloved pants this weekend. Is it? I don't know if you saw that. We're not going to call them the pants. I thought we'd agreed on that. (laughs) You you thought wrong. Okay. What's the line there? Uh, Line there is at Clemson, they're getting 24 and a half points, or they are giving 24 and a half Uh, points. I'm going to hate a Pittsburgh Panther there. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, Producer Petty. Please insert your takes. All right. What else we got? Moving on, on, let's try to find a game that is happening in the Southeastern (laughs) Conference. Uh, So far, Kentucky is scheduled to play at Florida, who are 21-point faves there for the Dan Mullen Clown Shoes. Who you hate, Gregory? I am hating on the Kentucky Wildcats, and because here's why. I believe that Clown Shoes – just watched us blow out Kentucky one week prior by 60 points. And, you know, he he's going to, even though it's not, he's going to see this as a dick measuring contest. So he's going to want to flop out what he's got and try to beat the 60 points. So I feel like Kentucky is in for a world of hurt. In fact, it is my hand of the week. Of the week, of the week, of the week. Yay. Ooh, nice. Shout out to listener Ashley. Yeah. Dan Mullen has to be, is he the vainest SEC coach in recent memory? What does vain mean? Vain? Mm-hmm. No, uh, I know what it means. I'm kidding. Are you serious? No, it's Anyway. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. Uh, fair. Yeah. I, I think you're exactly right. And there, this seems like one of those classic games where a team – gets beat by Alabama and then plays even worse the next week that somehow makes our win look lesser. So I am hardcore with you hating a cat. Fair enough. All right. Next up, we got LSU traveling to A&M, I believe. I'm not exactly sure where this game is, but nevertheless, uh, A&M is giving LSU 14 points. Who do you hate, my brother? I, I, this one's tough for me, but I think I'm going to hate an Aggie. I feel like LSU is maybe – Figuring out at least how to play football. Not exactly who they are or how they want to play football, but I think they have remembered how to play football. I think Cocho is going to rally folks. And I think the Aggies are overrated. I just am, have not been as impressed with them as most folks seem to be. So I'm going to hate an Aggie here. How about yourself? I hate an Aggie as well. I just don't. LSU's defense, particularly their secondary, is trash, but I don't trust Kellen Mond to do anything about it. <laughs> Next up, the Ole Miss Rebels <laughs> host the Moon. 
moo. The Rebs are giving the moo 12 points. Who do you hate? Brother, there is one team in the SEC who has consistently made me money this season, and that is the lane train. I would Except take... that time you took the under, which nobody knows why, Fred. <laughs> 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 that one, that one deserves a lobo- lobotomy straight the up. Highest scoring team in all of football, and you took the under. They, they, they scored over hundred that game. They they hit a hundo. Right, there I was under like seventy. I hit a hundo, and you were sitting on the under. Like a, like yeah, not so much the Ole Miss. Not so much the Ole Miss defense. I would take the Rebs if they were twenty point faves here. I'm hating a moo hard, and I will call it. My hit of the week. Of the week, of the week, of the week, of the week, of the week. Here's the thing about this game. Um, it's always weird, dude. Um, uh, my head says you're absolutely right. That the Rebs are a good – the Rebs are a good 23 points better than Moo. But this, weird, this game is weird as hell. Always, it's closer than it should be. Always, weird teams win. Uh, I am unfortunately going to hate on the Rebs, but I will still take the over because I'm not stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, and quickly, I know we're we're about to get to the good stuff, but I've got breaking news here that I want to run run by you Gregory. Don't know, don't know if you've heard this. Don't know if you've heard this. Apparently, Auburn's basketball team can't go to the postseason this season. Get out. Well, did you hear that? Well, is this the self-imposed situation, or did somebody actually do something to them? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. This is not breaking news. It is very okay. much the self-imposed news that came out a couple nights All ago. Right, did you read the forty article? Because I like oh him. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was a flamethrower. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um. So here's the thing about that. They self-imposed because there's so much more there. There's so much. They're in such deep shit that they're just like pulling out one year. And it's never going to be enough. They are going to get hammered as Auburn basketball tends to get. I saw some Auburn folks today saying that it was, there was more rain coming. The levees are breaking. The levees are breaking. It, it does feel that way. And by the way, I just searched on Twitter to find the 40 article. And when you search 40 Auburn, there's a story now that the Auburn fans are pushing that says a timeline of Pat Forty's obsession with Auburn athletics. <laughs> Literally, there's no human alive that's obsessed with Auburn athletics. That is straight Trumpian. Uh, I did want to read the opening paragraph here. Pat Forty, and I quote, even by the secretive cover your ass, obstruct and obfuscate standards of college athletics crisis crisis management, Auburn stands out as the most craven of schools. Its motto might as well be lie and deny. It sure is in truth and transparency. Fantastic. All right. So good. Yeah. All right. So it's a uh, your time's a twenty-four point favorite over under sixty-three and a half points. Who are you hating, my brother? What's your score? Yeah, you know, I mentioned earlier we may just have to get used to beating teams fifty to thirty. And I think that's more or less what we see Saturday. I just feel like I feel like a Pete Golding defense or this Pete Golding defense is not prepared to see the trickeration and the confusion that Auburn can pull out. And Lord knows this is their kitchen sink game every year. It is their national championship. I think they will do obscene things. We may see a 300 pound tight end, a Pegues, if you will, uh, throw a touchdown. I don't, I don't even know what they're going to do with him. I will take <laughs> my pants off. Yeah, we're going to watch the game over here. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would be something to behold. <laughs> now, I, I just think our defense is going to continue to look really confused. I mean, I've seen pretty much nothing that convinces me otherwise, particularly in the first half. We have made good halftime adjustments, so that's encouraging because I think it could very well be close at halftime. I think the offense, our offense, is just far too much for Auburn to handle. That said, I don't know that they're 24 points too much Auburn to handle, unfortunately. I'm going to go tied 48, barn 34. Take the over, peeps. Okay. Um, I tend to agree with you. I do think it's probably close at the half. At the same time, they are not exactly a scoring machine. Bo Nix is an, uh, is an interception uh, factory. Um in addition to a, 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 a child factory, apparently, they won't pay for. Um, but that's not my point. I think we pull away in the end and do bother to manage to cover a little bit. Uh, my final score for you is the Alabama Crimson Tide 41, uh, the Auburn Tigers 19. Is that 24? Yeah, okay, we're good. Um, so 41-19 is my score, and that'll do it for another edition of Houndstooth Heroes, available on Spotify, available on SoundCloud, on Twitter at H2th Heroes. And always, we will try to do better next week. Thanks for Bo and Elliot and all the good people at Durant City Brewing Company for keeping us in the tastiest of sides when we're in Tuscaloosa. And you should do the same. Take us home, my man. All right. Shout out to the studio audience. This is the first in Heroes history. You guys need some hobbies. All right. Love you, Gregory. Love you, brother. I'll be good. Roll Tide. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs>